getting the best out of LinkedIn. This is the Learning Podcast with Ennio Sung. Welcome to the Learning with me, Ennio Global.media. So here a lot of people who say the marketing is not working. When you ask what the problem is, they usually start telling you something about technical issues, targeting, methods, blah, blah, blah. The obvious thing that's killing the marketing is right in front of their face. The fact that they have not got to the first objective of any successful marketing campaign. They're so focused on getting customers that they miss the first steps in the road to actually get them. So what are you doing LinkedIn marketing or social media marketing or email marketing or even Google ads? The primary objective of your marketing campaign is the same. It's a bit like going on a car journey and not getting the first landmark in your journey. So you won't get to your destination. In marketing, unless you hit that first primary objective in the campaign, then you're just not going to get prospects from your marketing campaign. Today, I'm going to explore what this first objective you have to achieve is, why this milestone matters, and strategies that you can use to hit that goal. By the end of the episode, you know how to set up and troubleshoot your marketing campaign to get more business. So today, I'm going to try and talk you through campaign goals and what we hope to achieve in marketing and breaking down into steps. And I will look at the issue that we have that normally ruins most of our marketing. We'll look at what we're aiming to achieve and how different platforms help us to achieve those goals. We're going to look ultimately at the sort of numbers that you need to hit when it comes to marketing and the challenges that we have to actually achieve those numbers. We're going to end and the positive, as usual, so we're going to end with strategies that you can use to hit your numbers when it comes to marketing. I've deliberately left my introduction vague, but today's topic really is Marketing 101, no matter what platform you're marketing on. So let's talk about marketing campaign goals to start off with. See, all too often, I meet clients who are so focused on getting prospects and buyers. Of course, that's ultimately what you're paying for, but marketers don't do magic. Without magic, customers are out of thin air. In fact, I've never met a marketer who's any good at magic. So most of us know that there's something called the IDA model. It's essentially, it's an abbreviation where the A stands for getting people's attention, and then you turn that attention into interest, and then you aim to stimulate desire from those who are interested to actually want to make a purchase, and then actually nudge them into taking action to actually get a card out of the pocket, and make an order or make a purchase. I love things like the item model because they're really used for marketing and lead generation. I mean, it's a logical process of how to influence human behavior through the journey from someone who's managing their own business, getting on their lives, to someone who suddenly sees the light that your business exists and that you, you have a solution to the problem. And then when that person then moves on to someone who actually wants to find out more about how you may be able to help them and then make an order, happy days. As a psychologist, business psychologist that I am, that I qualified as, this is what I live for, turning strangers into buyers. And either helps us go through the stages of that process in a logical format. The problem with models like Ida is that it almost tricks you into focusing on the intricate technical parts of a marketing campaign. You know, you end up looking at things like, oh, how can I get their attention? What's our branding look like? How many prospects do we have? What's our conversion strategy? Now, what, what do our reviews say? So I'm not saying that these things are not important, because they are, but they are questions for consideration way down the line in your campaign. It can be somewhat frustrating that looking at models 
like Ida, essentially you missed the first and most important element in your marketing campaign. Indeed, you missed the first stage that all effective marketing must achieve before you actually get to the stages of getting people's attention and then interest and so on. So I've learned to get my clients to understand that marketing is a process and there are generally no shortcuts that, that you can take to get more business and more revenue. You have to understand the process because it helps in many ways. If you understand what marketing process looks like, then you can develop a marketing strategy to actually get more clients. If you understand what the process looks like in marketing, then you know where to look to see potholes in your marketing campaign performance. If you understand the marketing process, you can look at the right areas to improve your campaign so that you actually get the results that you want in other words, actually get more clients. Many people look at ways to increase revenue. And most people will think in terms of finding better marketing strategies and better systems. But sometimes the answer is much closer to home. Before turning to new marketing methods and systems, it's important to find out if your existing methods and systems are working to the maximum potential. One of the most common mistakes people make when they use marketing methods is not reaching the target market effectively. Not because they don't know how to reach people, but because they just don't reach enough of them. The first objective that you must achieve in your marketing campaign is to get your business in front of more of your target audience than you think. See, we've fed the delusion that if you target your marketing at the right people, in other words, your target audience, then you don't need to reach so many people to generate the sales you want. There's no denying that when you're marketing to the right people, they're more likely to respond to your marketing messages. But it's a lie to suggest that targeted marketing means you can achieve your marketing goals without reaching the numbers. See, I've been working online since the turn of the century, yeah, an idea of how I am. 1998, I was working online, one of the very, very first few internet companies in the UK, the first 5,000 companies, to be honest. The internet then was in its infancy, like a baby. The promise was always that if you invest in, a, in online marketing, you can reach millions of people, ideally people in your target market, easily, no matter where they are in the world. Yet all that's happened over the years since 2000 is that as more and more of our potential customers have gone online, pretty much every marketing channel has restricted our ability to actually reach our customers. In the early days, people could find your website. They would come to you to find you, especially if they think you're going to help them, and possibly make an inquiry. Just from doing a search on Google or any other major search engine, you could build a huge following on social media like Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. But the people who've got 30,000 connections on LinkedIn, Facebook, 10,000 followers, because these networks that you showed your content to users organically. Fast forward to today, and the reality is that Google wants to squeeze our balls in PPC budgets to get anyone to see your website. Most first page results pages on Google only have space for five to seven organic listings. And we know that most people only click on the first page of results when they search for anything. If Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter want your left leg to show even your followers, your connections, your content, unless you pay for ads. See, it's now virtually impossible to build enough connections on any social network without spending a fortune. Even in the marketing platforms like MailChimp limits how many people you can email without paying for a subscription. Something around 2000, I think. Ad regulations like GDPR, the General Data Protection Regulation, and you see that the market is further strangling how many emails you can send to your target market. See, I believe small businesses and startups should feel lighter because we've been conned. These marketing platforms, they now see us as cash cows. 
wider play God and limit how many people we can reach with the marketing campaigns. The in internet was based on democratizing the marketplace. In other words, a small man in his bedroom could have the same reach as the big companies without spending a fortune. But it just it's flipped over on us and literally we're just being hammered. This is why marketing doesn't work half the time. Your reach matters. If you can't reach enough people, you're essentially buggered. Let me tell you why. See, it's quite easy to hope for the best when it comes to your marketing campaign. But I believe that marketing is much more of a science as it is an art. The numbers in marketing don't lie and you can't cheat them. Whereas we can debate till the cows come home about what makes good media content for your marketing campaign and what makes a good message. The fact is the numbers of people that see your campaign is the fuel behind your marketing results. If no one sees a marketing campaign, you will get zero buyers from it. Whereas if enough people see your marketing and they're in your target market, then you've got some chance to get people into your sales funnel that you can then begin to work to convert into paying customers. Not reaching enough people in your target audience is possibly the biggest mistake companies make with the marketing these days. When too few people see your marketing, it's easy to say that marketing does not work because you can't get customers. Much like you can't expect a car to get you to the destination if you don't put enough fuel in it. So too, you can't expect marketing results if you don't give your marketing campaign enough fuel in the first place. And that fuel is a lot more than we seem to bargain for. So the sales funnel concept explicitly makes my point about the numbers you need to reach with your marketing campaign just to get started on getting rid of customers. I found a good sales funnel that shows that you need a thousand leads. And so that's a thousand people who are interested and engaged potential buyers that you're actually talking to as a business. So from that thousand leads, you get a hundred prospects. People who actually make an inquiry and then show intent to make a purchase. Then from that thousand leads, you'd be lucky to get 10 customers who actually become paying customers for your business. So we can say that roughly 10% of people go through to the next stage of your sales funnel towards being a customer. If we play these numbers through, you see that you need 10 times a thousand leads to engage with your marketing in the first place, actually pay attention to your marketing. So 10 times a thousand means you have to get 10,000 people's attention to actually get a sales funnel that may start working for you. Okay, not everyone wants 10 customers a month. Most of my clients are happy with five to 10 good prospects from which they can convert two or more into paying customers a month. That's essentially what I promise to deliver as Global.media or our marketing lead generation services. That way our clients feel that they're getting value for money. Some make a huge amount of money as a reason from that sort of numbers, which are those who have high value sales. Well, let's play my client's promise through in terms of figures and what it means in terms of reach. See, five prospects means we need 50 leads in our sales funnel. That means that we must engage 500 potential buyers in conversation, which means we must attract 5,000 people per month through the marketing campaign. Some sales funnel will tell you that you need to 10 times that just in terms of getting visibility for your campaign in the first place. But essentially, you know, we must attract at least 5,000 people's attention every month to get just five leads for our clients. Now, when was the last time your marketing campaign got in front of 5,000 of your target market? 
using my point about how the internet marketing platforms are not delivering another reach that the internet promised us. I mean, it's a bit like sending us a car, an electric car, and say, right, it does hundreds of miles on a single charge. But if you want that, that extra 200 miles for your journey, then you have to pay more, even though it's there and you paid for it essentially in the promise that we made in the first place. To say I'm angry and genuinely feel that we're being robbed is an understatement. Look, these are rough figures because level of engagement differs based on many factors. Some sectors get prospects chasing them. If you listen to one of our previous episodes, you hear me talk about the businesses that have the right products and services that people are desperate for. A podcast company and a construction sector clients are two of the sweet spots that lead generation agencies like Global.media love working with. You do the podcast is always a pleasure because I know that we almost will likely overachieve and exceed a target of five to 10 prospects a month just by putting effort in and following our process to reach bare minimum numbers that the thieving platforms let us have. Whereas there are other sectors like IT support services, business coaching, and accountants, to name but a few, that struggle to get people who are not necessarily jumping at their offer. See, but the rough figures are how many people you need your marketing campaign to reach before you start from your sales follow and start converting them into customers is virtually impossible to achieve organically these days. That's my point in today's episode. If you know that your marketing campaign needs to reach 500 people a month, the question is, how are you going to achieve that first key objective in your marketing campaign? Let's say that you will use the well-known marketing methods, right? The problem I see is that time and time again, is that businesses overestimate the reach you can get with the ways these platforms sell to us. That's not myself swearing then. Anyway, you have to look at the numbers to see the problem. So using LinkedIn, the best acceptance rate, as of in other words, connection rates that we've achieved is 30% of a client's connection request being accepted. Now, trust me, that's unique. I've done LinkedIn for years. A 30% connection rate is genuinely good. The client provides a dedicated conference TV and media channels for big conferences like the BMA annual conference and other big conferences around the world. Clearly, they have a service that's the client's value. I suppose it's worth saying also that we adapted the LinkedIn strategy to an account-based marketing strategy in which we targeted three or four people in each company that they wanted to target to connect with. That's how we got most of the target companies to actually connect. The clients stipulated that we could only send 50 connection requests per week because we were worried about being penalized by LinkedIn. So it's not rocket science to work out that despite the high connection rate we're getting for this client, the number of people who we're reaching out to was nowhere near enough to generate enough people into the sales funnel. You're not going to get enough potential buyers for your reaching 50 people in your target market. Like I said, in a good month, you might connect with 60 people. That's from sending 200 connection requests in a month. And from that, you may engage six to eight of them in conversation. Then you'd be lucky if you get one prospect who makes an inquiry, let alone goes on to actually make a purchase. When you add the fact that most companies have a sales conversion rate of 25% at the very top end, so a quarter of their leads actually converted to paying customers, then you see that even if you have a well-oiled sales machine, there's four prospects to make a sale. See, we just couldn't guarantee that the sale would ever happen based on the numbers that we're reaching for them on LinkedIn. 
This inability to reach enough people to generate a consistent number of buyers, the biggest reason I've switched off my dependency on LinkedIn for my clients. LinkedIn's limits on the number of connection requests you can send effectively crushes the number of leads that you can reliably generate for customers. Even if you max out the connection request you can send on LinkedIn at 100 a week, uh, by which time you'd, you'd be banned or blocked until you get near 100 consistently, you'd be lucky to get 30 new connections a week. This gives you 120 new connections a month, with LinkedIn's conversion rate being 2.74%. For 120 connections that you make every month, we're going to engage, let's say 10% who actually go through the next stage in the funnel. You're going to have 12 connections actually engage with you, actually be in conversation with you. So you'd be lucky to get three prospects a month. But you make an inquiry, actually, actually show intent to buy. Again, this is less than one in four sales conversion rates that will at least make marketing consistently dependable. So you can see that numbers just don't, just don't add up to generate consistent monthly returns, make LinkedIn your only marketing channel. LinkedIn is far from dead. And there are many great features that mean LinkedIn should be part of your marketing strategy. I see use LinkedIn for what it's good for, for its targeting and the search features. I still post on there. So LinkedIn is there for, for a reason. It's just not for there to reach large numbers of people like it's used to be and like it should be. So I saw an interesting art, article with statistics that says something that may seem obvious when you think about it. Apparently, 89% of LinkedIn users are also on Facebook. I'm sure you're not surprised to know that LinkedIn users are also on Twitter, when 91% of them are on Twitter. They're on Instagram, 83%. They're on YouTube, 77%. And indeed, LinkedIn users are on every other marketing channel there is. Do you know where you find 100% of LinkedIn users? They all have work email addresses. This is why targeted email marketing is essential today, in my point of view anyway. Let's take a look at how these different marketing methods compare in terms of helping you reach your target marketing good numbers, or not, as the case may be. The challenge most people face is getting the marketing to reach enough people. It's genuinely stark when you consider that in all of the other marketing methods, the best you can hope to achieve is a 2% click-through rate to bring people into your sales funnel. Let me say that again. If you rely on organic social media posts for your marketing, then just 2% of your connections or followers will likely see your posts organically. So that's 2%, two people in every 100 connections you have on LinkedIn or Facebook will even have a chance to see your posts at all. 1,200, many thousands get towards that 5,000 visibility I mentioned earlier. When you consider that Facebook visitor to lead conversion rates is 0.77% and Twitter even lower at 0.69%, you can see that it's so hard to rely on organic social media to bring enough people to your business to actually buy from you. So if you run Google Ads, a PPC on search, the average click-through rate is 1.91%, again, around 2% mark for search, and 0.35% for display ads. And that's shocking. I mean, you need thousands to see your ads to even get a click, let alone get an inquiry. Well, unless you reach those numbers, you're never going to get an inquiry, let alone a customer. We ran a Google Ads campaign for a client recently that got zero clicks in the first three weeks at a decent budget that the client could afford. A small business, 
you know, I literally wanted to see whether Google Ads might work because Facebook ads didn't work. Got loads of clicks and no inquiries. And then we thought, okay, so we designed the Google Ads for him. Uh, set a decent budget and had zero clicks. Zero. I'm not one to sit around and wait because I don't like zero. Zero means the client has zero chance of getting any leads. Of course, we panicked. I got my team together and you know, we, we increased the budget by tenfold per day. So, we, so from the client's affordable budget, we times that by 10 every single day. From there, we managed to get a couple of hundred clicks and a handful of leads over a two-week period. Put simply, you now we achieved a 5% conversion rate when people actually got to a website. In other words, these were people who actually got to a website and made an inquiry or expressed an interest in buying our clients' products and service. That's a good rate for any stretch of the imagination. Like I said earlier, 2% is quite a good rate for anything. The 5% conversion is most magical. The fact that so many people who click the ads converted tells me that the issue was not the ads or the targeting or the keywords. The problem was that initial budget was simply not enough to get people to see our ads in the first place. Thanks, Google, for making us believe that anyone can run search ads on a small budget, when in fact, you won't show our ads at all unless we pay a king's ransom. The point here is that we had to spend a fortune to get the reach and the eyeballs onto our search ads. And then the clicks and the conversions that we wanted came. When you look at email marketing, the first indicator of the numbers of potential buyers that your, your campaign can bring into your sales funnel is what we'll call the click-to-open rate. A good click-to-open rate is between 6 and 17%, depending on what industry you're in. So this is just in, so between 6 and 17% of people will open your email just to see what the email message is. See, when you email people on your list who already know you and trust you somewhat, your click-to-open rate is probably going to be towards the 70% or higher end of the open rate figure. With email, getting enough people to open your message is just the first step. The holy grail in email marketing is getting recipients to actually click a link in your message to complete your call to action. Ideally, you want them to click to make an inquiry or download a gated resource or convert in somewhere on your website. So the average click-through rate on emails is 2.3% across all industries. B2B emails have a higher average click-through rate than B2C emails. So if you business-to-business emails have a click-through rate of 3.2%, but if you email consumers directly, then the click-through rate is 2.1%. These are figures that studies have shown us representative of the industry and the marketing that people do. So given that some open rates for emails and then the click-through rates can be as low as 1%, and the fact that email lists have an average of 10% bounce rate, that's a tenth of the emails that you send will not get delivered for, for, for whatever reason. If there's spam controls, people are dead, or email address is wrong, then you can see that it takes a big number of emails to stand a chance to achieve the reach that you need to get people to engage in enough numbers and then begin to progress down your sales funnel towards becoming a paying customer. So on the recent email campaign that we did for a client, a cold email campaign, we got some 6.62% open rate from an email list of thousands. That brought 11 prospects who gave us 
that contact details and completed the call to action on the landing page. That's why I'm getting to love email marketing more and more each day. Frankly, you'd be hard pushed to get these sort of figures through any other marketing channel in 2022. So we're being hung to dry by, we've been hung out to dry by the marketing channels. What are we to do? Do we down tools and close business? Of course not. The point that we're trying to make today, which I hope is clear, is that you can't rely on any one marketing method alone to reach enough people your marketing campaign. That's a fact. There are a number of ways that you can increase the number of people who see your marketing. Some of these include, but not limited to, advertising, especially on social media, channels like LinkedIn and Facebook, Instagram, and even Twitter, if you insist. You have to bear in mind that, like Google PPC ads, a healthy click-through rate for any ad campaign is about 2%. So you need to put in sufficient budget to get enough people to actually see your ads and get the clicks that you want, and then take the action, call to action that you actually want them to take. It's worth bearing in mind when it comes to ads that if your click-through rate is low, especially in a website traffic campaign, you may then see higher costs because Facebook and Google take it as a given that a low click-through rate means people seeing your ads, your target markets, in other words, are not engaging with your ads. If people see your ads and don't like what they see and take the action that you want, then they choose to charge you more. It is a, you basically pay higher cost per click. It's a bummer, really. But, but unless you get people seeing your ads in the first place, you can't work out that the problem is the technicals of your ads. The second way that you can improve the reach of your marketing and actually get to enough numbers seeing your ads or see a marketing campaign is simply to use a mix of marketing methods. I've always preached about using a complete marketing mix because this will increase the number of people in your target audience who actually see your marketing and give you a chance to get your marketing funnel at least started. You need to basically sit down and develop a tight marketing strategy to use different methods to reach enough people to make your marketing mix work. Obviously, it's about knowing how many from each different marketing method and then designing a campaign to get in front of those numbers. Sometimes it doesn't mean putting more money into the campaign than you might imagine in the first place. Well, from what I know now, it's what I've always known to be honest, is that you should add email marketing to your marketing methods, for sure. If you're willing to spend your money, you can still send emails to thousands of people in your target market without too many issues. You talk to someone like me, there's companies out there who easily help you with email marketing. The trick is building your email list that you don't get too many bounces and then potentially get restricted by email marketing platforms for sending what they see as spam. This is last I'll say in terms of how you can get more reach. It's probably less about reach. It's more about making sure that you optimize the components of your marketing campaign. The one thing you don't want to do is reach people and then put them off. So from your targeting, to your content, to your message, to your media assets, your landing page, it's important to make sure that every part of your campaign is as good as it can be and aimed at the right people. That would weigh at least the method you're using will be able to achieve maximum results with what you can actually achieve in terms of reach. Sometimes all it takes is a few tweaks, a few minor adjustments 
to what you're already doing to generate more engagement and sales from your campaign. All that doesn't matter unless you actually get the reach in the first place. So as we reach the end, I suppose the goal of an marketing campaign is to bring returns that's more than you spend in a marketing campaign. As we've seen today, you need a big number of people in your target market to see your marketing to have any chance to attract interest to potential clients to your business and then engage them to become buyers. Whether that's through LinkedIn, Google, or social media. Competition and algorithms mean that you simply can't expect to sell to everyone who sees your marketing. See, the reality that not everyone buys is not a failure of marketing or a sign of marketing strategy that does not work. Instead, the numbers of people you can engage is a reflection of the fact that marketers must prioritize getting in front of enough people to get necessary numbers of prospects to move through your sales funnel. The numbers reflect the fact that marketers must prioritize getting in front of enough people in your target market to get the necessary number of prospects to move through the stages of a sales funnel. So the question you must answer is, which marketing mix do you need to get the reach to achieve your marketing objectives? That's all for today's episode of Learning With Me, Any at Global.media. As always, hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Please give us a like if you have got something from listening to me today. Also, push the notification or the subscribe button to be the first to know when next episode drops in a couple of weeks. All I can say is happy marketing, whether that's on LinkedIn or any other marketing platform. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Learning Podcast. Please like, share and subscribe to this podcast to stay ahead of your competition on LinkedIn and head to global.media.com to find out more.